Hello, and welcome to the Three for Thursday podcast from FMI.online. I'm your host, Neeti Jain, and today's Three for Thursday is Top Three Reasons for Working in Finance. Today, my guest, Chris Hewitt, is going to be giving us a little bit more background about himself and the reasons that he enjoys working in finance. He's normally been on the other side as a host, and I've been a guest a few times with Chris. So today we're switching our seats. And welcome, Chris. How are you today? I'm very good, Niti. It's the end of a, a really busy training week for, for us, as you know. So we, we're recording this podcast on, on a Friday afternoon in London. So I'm happy that it all went well, and I'm happy to join you as as the guest this week. How does it feel to be my guest, Chris? You've switched seats Uh, from the previous, what, 20 podcasts that you've done with us? Yeah. um, Well, ask me at the end, then then I'll let you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll ask you that at the end. (laughs) But yeah, I'm happy happy to do the other way around this time. (laughs) Thanks, Chris. So my question, my first question to you, Chris, is, can you give us a little bit background on your experience of working in the finance industry? And then maybe also give us a little background on what made you switch from the finance industry to the training industry. Yeah, I my first graduate role was working at Deloitte. So that used to be called Deloitte and & Touche and then uh, was latterly named as Deloitte. Uh, I worked there for three years. The division I worked in was internal audit and risk consulting. Um, And I think one of the main reasons I joined was to take my ACA, which is Associated Chartered Accountancy, um, quite a few years back. Uh, I then worked as a finance analyst for a couple of years for a few companies. So doing budgeting and and forecasting and things like that. Uh, And then a few years down the line, I then moved into financial training. And what made you do that, Chris? Is there any specific reason that made you switch to a training career leaving the finance industry? I know you are still a trainer, uh, training in the financial industry, still doing a lot of trainings for banks, asset management companies. But what made you move from core finance role to a trainer? Yeah, I, I always, I'm, I'm quite a sociable person, quite outgoing. Um, I, I did find that for me personally, I wasn't particularly good at sitting still for too long. Uh, I know we've all got our own skills and our own personalities. Um, I'm not overly good at sitting still, but I do love meeting people. I do love um, learning new things. So I did enjoy the experience. It was, it was uh, definitely worthwhile, my Deloitte and uh, analyst roles. But I wanted to move into something that was a bit more um, involved with meeting people. So my first kind of post-industry role was working at, at BPP. So at BPP, we provided exam training for ACA, SEMA, CFA, and other qualifications. That was my first move into um, a, a non-industry role. Well, nice, nice to know that. Uh, I started my career in the big four as well. So we come from a similar background, I guess. I, th- I, think, I, think, I think a lot of us do it at, at NDA and FMI. Where, where were you? I was with KPMG. So I did start in the risk management space, similar to you. Ah, okay. So we've we've come from similar backgrounds and ended up in this in the same space. I, th- I think quite a few of our colleagues um, who have been guests and hosts uh, have got similar experiences, haven't they? Yeah, I think so. Yep. And 
So Chris, today's top three for Thursday is what are the top three things that you enjoyed working in the finance industry? What are the top three reasons? Yeah, so as I said, so, so after BPP, and I worked there for a few years, um, I went from there to MDA training. Each each role, I think, has been progressively more enjoyable. So this is definitely the the most enjoyable role that I've had. Maybe it's the role I have to, to, to my final working days who knows but the, the things that i enjoy well the first thing is working with people that's, that's definitely the number one it's, de- it's in my personal life it's kind of the biggest drive and meeting people and, and getting to know people um so i've been really lucky that i've been able to do that in a professional capacity um and as you know we've been delivering training in the last year yeah. virtually which is which has gone well. I think we've adapted well, but I, I, I've in any context, I love meeting and connecting with people. So that's my number one reason. Yeah. So meeting people. Okay. So I, I get you're a very social person, uh, meeting people, whether it's virtually or meeting them face to face is what you really enjoy having a conversation or, uh, you know, meeting them and even connecting. Probably you've made a lot of friends through uh, these meetings, through trainings or even otherwise. Yeah, I, and I think, I guess as well, as I get older, um, I, I think maybe with confidence in what you do and with experience, I, I think it, it becomes easier to do that. I think when, when you start out in, a, in any role, there's less confidence, you're less sure about what you do. I, I, I think now I find it easier to make that connection, probably because I'm more experienced in, in what I do. But yeah, it's, it's not just people, it's making that connection. And I think at the end of a, a, a financial training program, it's quite a rewarding feeling whether you get the feedback or not to know that you've kind of, it sounds a bit cheesy, but you've made a difference. So you've actually added to someone's skill set or skill sets or added to someone's um, understanding of something. So that is something that I, I, th- I think I'll always find rewarding in what I do. That's nice to know. So what's your number two then? Um, the second one is learning. I, I, Again, I talk about getting older. I'm not too old, but I, I enjoy learning things a lot more now than I used to, let's say, at school. And maybe that's due to the way we were educated at school. It was kind of read a book um, and recite the words or the, the historical events that you learn. Whereas I think learning should, should or can be fun. So it should be interactive. It should be engaging. So I think that we do that. But also for me, I'm constantly learning. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say that I go into every training program claiming to be the expert in every single subject matter. As, as you know, Nitty, there are times when it's yeah. it's not always your comfort zone, but I, I, I do enjoy the fact that whether it's economics or markets or whatever it might be, I like the idea that I'm learning stuff. And, yeah. and, and the other thing with that is particularly as we train a lot of graduates and interns, I'll always learn something from them, intern and graduate event. Although it should be about me teaching them, I leave feeling like I've learned something because they, they might have just left uni or just left school or A-levels. And there's always something that I didn't know that they would tell me or, or even if it's an area of interest that they have that I wouldn't have been aware of. So my second one is learning, I guess, from, from, from their perspective, but from, from mine as well. Yeah, so very interesting that even as a trainer, it's not always just about training or teaching others, but it's also about learning and improving ourselves, right? So for every training that we do as trainers, I think there's a lot of lot that we need to learn before even we walk into mm-hmm. a classroom. Maybe we've done it many times, but there's always something new 
to learn at every training. And then even after the training, there's always something that we've learned from the graduates or interns or the participants at the training. So yes, that's great. Uh, so learning is your number two reason that you yeah. love to start. Yeah. And, and this is another thing I'd say to the graduates and interns or whoever it might be, is to, to have a natural, natural curiosity in what you do. Because if you have a natural curiosity, you will learn, you will develop. So if you leave uh, an event or you have a training course and, and you go and ask your colleagues or, or your senior managers or listen to a podcast, wherever it might be, you will get there. There'll be, there'll be so many people who will be smarter or you know, more naturally intelligent and, and gifted. But if you have that curiosity, then you get to that point just as quickly. So I, th I think that's another thing that I think helps, well, it helps anyone to learn, I guess. So what's your number three then? The number three has been travel. Travel. I love travel too, but maybe not as much as you. Well, we, we do you remember when, the, when we did the uh, big Thailand. event in Thailand? Yeah, that was a good trip. We did it to, uh, to Bangkok together. We did. So it was uh, yeah. yourself, Nepal, Carl and I. Um, I won't name the client for confidentiality yeah. reasons, but the four of us were setting up a business simulation in Bangkok. I think yeah. Carl and I flew from there to Germany. You flew back to India, did you? Yeah, we flew back to India. Uh, we did Australia after that. So yeah, we do love traveling as trainers. I, I don't know. Everybody has a different uh, travel capacity, I guess. Maybe you probably want to travel every day, whereas I want to do maybe once or twice a month. But yeah, travel is a good Good top th third reason to love yeah. your job. Meeting people to learning new things every day and to travel. I think those are Chris's top three. So thank you, Chris, for giving us your bit of your little bit of your experience. And, you know, those who don't know Chris, he's not as old as he sounds on the podcast <laughs> saying that over the years and um you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why i'm adding years on I'll, I'll, I'll be 40 in november nitty so don't forget my birthday present i'm not i'm not even going to talk about my my age on this podcast chris so we'll leave that there <laughs> and thank you to all our listeners who have been listening to us so far thank you to all those who have given us feedback and have provided us some uh details on what we can do on our future podcast um please keep them coming in Drop me a message on LinkedIn or any other contact you've got for me. And we'd love your support. And you can do that by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to our 3 for Thursday podcast. Finally, have a look at our free resources at fmi.online. See you next Thursday.